right. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Didn't sound as bad as it. it I thought. It would. Yeah. Um, yeah. Welcome back, everybody. We're um, doing a little special Star Wars episode. Not because, um It's not special. It's because Tommy forgot to watch The Mandalorian, so we just turned this into a Star Wars episode. <laughs> yeah. The Thanksgiving Star Wars special. Oh, Thanksgiving um, special is next week. This is Star Wars. Okay. Uh, but yeah, we're doing a little Star Wars episode. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, this is an interesting topic, specifically because I think Michael and I's hottest or most like egregious debates are highly contested debates are yeah all they all wars. come from they all come from star wars or not all mm-hmm. of them but they mostly you know yeah it's star funny because like i find that uh with you guys with my friends from home i disagree entirely like pretty much on star wars but like on marvel we're all pretty much on the same basis like we're all like yeah yeah <laughs> Infinity War was pretty fucking great. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. with my friends up here, it's the opposite. They're at each other's throats with Marvel, but with Star Wars, we're all like... Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, me and Tommy, uh, I-, I feel like this one's not going to be as interesting because really our-, our contention comes from the... Like the main movies. Yeah. Um, but even that, like, just it's just really just the sequels because we pretty much both agree that like the first two prequels are bad in our opinions and Revenge yeah, of the Sith is like definitely better but still not very good <laughs> yeah I think like we both think that like Revenge of the Sith is like not great it's not a great movie but mm-hmm. like I'd say it's probably one of the better Star Wars movies but you still think it like sucks I still think well, it's one of the most I'm just gonna turn off this fan really quick I'm a fan <laughs> in my room I'm one of those people that like needs a fan to fall asleep a um, little baby that's why yeah a little baby that has permanent ringing in his ear <laughs> all right i forgot you have that yeah i guess um, how would i know <laughs> it's not like i can hear yeah. you. <laughs> you're just sitting awake and you're like oh i hear tommy's ringing <laughs> <laughs> oh that's what he's talking about <laughs> Oh, I get it now. Um, um, but yeah, yeah so we're gonna Star Wars. It's... We're gonna talk about Mandalorian, the first three episodes of season two, and Solo, a Star Wars story. And uh, and yeah, and I, I want to start out by just letting the the folks at home know, um, like this shit doesn't matter. <laughs> like if if I hate Solo or I love Solo, and you have the complete opposite opinion it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, we talked like about this in the Joker episode a little bit, but it's just like, for some reason, Star Wars brings out the vinegar in people like nothing else. Oh, yeah. Like literally yeah. like, I don't know, Star Wars and like superhero movies. It's like, if you disagree with somebody, then mm-hmm. it's like, Oh my God. It's kind of nice. Yeah. But really they're all just, they're all just dumbass movies. It's fun to argue like me and Tommy, but at the end of the day, we know we're both like perfectly entitled to our own opinions. Yeah. At the end of the day, like part of the reason we do this is because I think me and you kind of, we don't like to admit it, but I think we enjoy arguing with each other. Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I had an argument this morning where my friend was trying to convince me that the Frosted Flakes mascot was a sports mascot and i was saying that no he's definitely not associated with sports he's associated with cereal and those are the fucking arguments that are fun to have but what i mean is like okay i'd say he's a cereal mascot but like he's definitely associated with sports okay well, like i'm not having every this, single frosted not, flakes commercial i am not he's doing something sports like i am not i'm just saying this. like okay i had this i had I already had this argument <laughs> <today>. <laughs> I will not bury another friend. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, I don't know, whatever it is with Star Wars, like, you can love the prequels, you can hate the prequels, you can love the sequels, you can hate the sequels, I don't give a shit. Because I personally think all three trilogies and all the spin-off movies, they're all like, they all have a lot of good and bad shit. Like, even the originals are not untouchable masterpieces. Yeah. Like, Return of the and Jedi even, is pretty fucking you know, boring. And one of our earlier episodes, to plug one of our earlier episodes up, is the Hot Take episode. Whatever mm-hmm. in Hot Takes. Um, that was one with Brett on it. We, um, I said that um, Lego Star Wars 
as like a concept and like video games and whatever is all around better than every single star Wars movie. <laughs> and I stand by that. I think the um, star Wars movies are just like incredibly overrated. Oh and... yeah. I mean, most of them, like I love star Wars, right? It's probably like one of my top three, like franchise or top four, maybe franchises of all time. But I like there's at least like five of the movies that I don't really like that much. <laughs> yeah. And like the thing about it is like, I think star Wars as a concept is just super cool. Like yeah, space yeah. shit, like aliens. And like, and I think that's why people it's argue so cool. is because they want to see different stuff. <laughs> well, also I think the problem is it with, with star Wars is just the movies kind of suck. Like the writing is really like piss poor in some, mm-hmm. in some parts of it. Like it's just not good. And it's like, it goes along with very like predictable tropes and very predictable storylines. And right. just like, but that's the charm that of it in some ways. I just, I think it'd be much cooler if like there was just things like if they had better storylines, like cooler things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, that's just my opinion, but I just feel like the storyline. Big takeaway. Really I mean to say the big thing I mean to say is no one's an authority on fucking any franchise, you know? I'm a that's bigger yep. Marvel or DC fan than anybody I know. Like, that's my shit. That's the shit I know the most about. And I really don't like Thor Ragnarok. But if someone tells me they like Thor Ragnarok, like, I get it. And, you know, it's not like mm-hmm. a terrible thing for them to say. Yeah, I personally. It's the ha ha funny Thor movie. Yeah. Even Tommy likes Thor Ragnarok, and I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's that bad. Yeah. So, but anyway, I just want to get that out there because it's like, me and Tommy might get a little heated in this debate. And I just want to like, if Tommy hates Solo and I love Solo or vice versa, I have a feeling it's not vice versa. But like, <laughs> but like, I, I don't give a shit. Like, it's just a dumbass movie that we don't have yeah. to spend that much energy really thinking about beyond the hour it takes to record this podcast. Exactly. Like, I'm not going to go to bed tonight, like seething. <laughs> and like crying myself to sleep because I'm, me and Michael disagreed. Right. If anything, I'll probably will, sleep though. better because like we were able to like get it out and flesh out our <laughs> arguments. Yeah, we had hate. Like a, we had hateful makeup sex, and then we both yeah. slept like babies after our arguments. Um, yeah, exactly. So yeah. Well, let's just roll right into it. I mean, we have a Do lot to talk Mandalorian about. Mandalorian first or solo? First? Mandalorian. Okay. Um. So I think both of us, like, I didn't, I, like, I wasn't blown away by the last season, like, at all. Uh, yeah. Spoilers for all of season one and season two, by the way, so far, season, everything up to se- episode three so far. Um, but I was not, like, a lot of people were like, oh, my God, this is Star Wars, like, it should be, and the blah, 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 and it, it, I enjoyed it, but I was never, like, like oh my god this is star or like this is what i'm looking for yeah it was good enough where i'm like i'm happy that this is a thing but like at the same time i i always use this word whenever i describe anything any kind of star wars media but it, it was overrated like people were like goshing and <laughs> like i remember i was looking at this list of like the top 100 tv shows so i was like trying to look for a good tv show that i hadn't heard of and like number 27 of the top 100 tv shows of all time was the mandalorian and I'm like, that's yeah. just not. It's no, just not. It's just a little ridiculous. And uh, and, but I did like the ending of season one, like when it all kind of tied back together. I was like, oh yeah, because I think season one felt a lot like we were wasting a lot of time. It was more so like there were so many one-off adventures that all came back at the end, but you didn't know well, that yeah. watching it. I was gonna say that about season two. I, it kind of is feeling like that mm-hmm. for the first few episodes. Well, I don't, I don't disagree, but I want to like say like. Well, part of the like, I kind of, I, I kind of like that about um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, season two so far is like now I know what the show like is. Like I know that it's the show where like they kind of go off on these little tiny adventures and then maybe they all come together and some of them fall by the wayside. Yeah, there's, there's something that happens um, in each little adventure that somehow connects to the end. Yeah, exactly. Um, um but so with this season like now that i'm watching it i know what to expect like i'm finding myself enjoying it a lot more than i did season one um because like 
I don't know. I, I, I think I also am just finding the stuff that's happening more interesting. Like there's an actual plot this time, which is that Mandalorian or I forget his name, but like Mando is trying to find Mando. the other Mandalorian so he can find the Jedi so he can deliver baby Yoda to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that there's like an actual plot structure, it's like, cool, we know what we're getting. And we've kind of seen some progression so far. Whereas I feel like with last season, it was so much like, okay, Mandalorian has baby Yoda. Now what? You know? Yeah. It's just like, he's kind of just fucking around with baby Yoda. Yeah. So I kind of felt the same way. Um, I just struggled with it because like, there are some shows that I think it's necessary for them to have like one off little adventures. Like we're talking about where like the main character, you know, they, they're trying to do this greater thing but something happens along the way and they're stuck through that through like the entire episode. Um, and I think that's like, you know, fun in some aspects, like it happens with a lot of TV shows. But the problem with the Mandalorian is that like, it feels like that was kind of every episode and there was just so much like unnecessary little side plots that really didn't matter all that much. But like there was something that happened within the side plots that would mm-hmm. like serve a greater purpose later down the line. But at the end of the day, it felt like, all right, then what the fuck was the point of like, all that side it felt like so much was just like filler garbage that like mm-hmm. wasn't all that necessary it was kind of just like oh this is star wars again this is mandalorian being the good guy and it's like cool like i don't mm-hmm. care like like i want like actual like holy shit this is like insane like i don't know i think i am most interested in tv when like the plot is just like fucking bonkers and like so much shit is going on, but this is kind of moving at like a slow pace, and it's still yeah. fun, but it's just slow. What I do like about the show a lot, though, is that I fucking like I'm I'm, I'm I dig the runtime. Like I know a lot of people have a problem with like such short episodes. I really like it because like keeping up with it every week is not a big commitment in any way. You know? Well, yeah, first episode was what like fifty minutes, almost an hour, yeah. and the next one was like forty something, and the and then next this one was, like, that was like only half an hour. Yeah. yeah. So like I'm totally fine with like differing episode lengths. Me too. And it's not like I, I find with like a lot of Netflix shows, you know, they always have thirteen episodes and they always are fifty minutes each. And it's like sometimes you can really feel them like feel them like really stuffing it full just for the sake of it. Whereas I feel like with Mandalorian, so far there hasn't been an episode where I've been like, This isn't necessary, this isn't necessary. If anything, I was like, ooh, I'd like to see more of that. But I think that's a good thing for a show to do rather than the opposite, you know? Yeah, I definitely agree. I think um, it's cool that this show is, like, trying out something new with different episode lengths because it shows that they're getting what they want in there and not just sticking to, like, what Disney says, just being like, hey, you have to make each episode this long. And that's pretty cool to see. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but I did like, I also just, I've enjoyed these three episodes a lot more, I feel like, than some of the episodes in season one, uh, just because I found, like, the action set pieces to be, like, pretty fun, like, the shootout in episode three and the the part where they're taking on, like, the spider thingies in, in episode two, oh, yeah. and um, the part in, when they're fighting, like, the Alaskan bullworm in episode one of uh of season two which is i guess chapter nine or some shit but that was an alaskan bullworm i'm making a spongebob reference but it's just i think oh you know i'm a dumbass because i was (laughs) my brain did not connect the word alaska (laughs) to star wars and i'm like oh that was an alaskan (laughs) bullworm i was so confused wow but uh yeah it's it's, like like a I think it's like a crate dragon. I don't fucking know the actual name of it. Yeah, because it was some kind of dragon. That's why he said the word bullworm. I was like, what? That's not a bullworm. That's a dragon. Yeah. Um, but but yeah all I know is that it's cool. the skeleton that C-3PO and R2-D2 walk by in in episode four or something. It's oh, the same really? like, species. Yeah. That's cool. That's really cool. Um, But so I just feel like there's been more like fun space stuff happening. And I really liked the guy that was wearing Boba Fett's armor and stuff. Like, and I really liked. And I think, that was Boba's armor. Yeah. You didn't notice you know? that? No, I didn't know. Boba Fett's armor. <laughs> he said well, he got it, it was... on Tatooine. Hmm. I didn't know it. I, 
I guess I didn't like uh, infer that. Who do you think the guy at the end was? At the end of what? Episode one of season two. That was the guy at the end. What do you mean? The guy that like looked out at him while he was like riding away. Yeah. That I was no Boba. Idea that was. No way. Yes, it was. It's the actor it who played. Yeah. The, I didn't like, know that. The actor who played like the young Boba Fett in Attack of the Clones. Huh. Yeah. That's something else. Yeah. I know. So I, I think shit like that's. I think shit's like shit like that's cool because. Unlike another Star Wars thing we're gonna talk about, like I felt this was a good way to do like references to the other movies, like a lot of like, um, in Episode Three, it's a uh, fucking Bo Katan who's in the Clone Wars show, which I haven't watched, but I imagine if I had and I was a big Clone Wars friend, uh, Clone Wars fan, like our friend Danny, uh, who was in the Scott Pilgrim podcast, check it out, <laughs> uh, then. It would probably be a lot cooler, you know, if I knew everything about her before uh, before watching, like, that episode. So I, I like that this is kind of... But my worry is, like, is it going to start, like, tying things up, like, too much? Like, Yeah, because they also did the same thing with um, Ahsoka Tano. I don't know how yeah. to pronounce it last. Ahsoka Because, like, the moment, the moment the lady was like, oh, you'll meet Ahsoka, I could just, like hear a collective gasp by people I wasn't <laughs> watching the movie with the, the yeah, show right. with. <laughs> you know? Which I thought was really funny because it's like right. well, I like I know what they're doing here. They're trying to be like trying to make everybody like cream themselves, be like, right. oh my God, Ahsoka's in it. But, but it it definitely does keep my interest. Like now I want to watch the next episode because I know Ahsoka's gonna be like in it and I don't really Unless again, I have like no familiarity four, with Ahsoka. To get there. That's they what I mean. Thing. Is it I gonna be like a th- I, I'm, here's my hot take. I think Soka will be in the episode after the next one. I think they'll have a side episode while he's getting. I think the ship, ship breaks break down, down or something. The ship's gonna break down, and they'll be like, "Oh, blah blah blah," and then, and then he'll meet like one weird character that'll somehow come back in the end. But mm-hmm. then, besides that, the storyline just means nothing for the overall plot. Yeah. And then the ship gets fixed, and then the episode after he goes there. I I don't think you're wrong, but I do. Uh... I think that's what's gonna. Happen. I think I this is a better show to to watch weekly than to like binge all at once. Cause yeah, I agree. I'd be pretty fucking annoyed if I had to binge it. <laughs> yeah, um, but I I don't know. I think it's fun so far. Like I, I'm just enjoying it now that I know what it is and I know what like I don't I don't know. I I know like the structure and I know like this is kind of a more slow moving thing. It's not like this frantic action action-packed thing it's just a slow slow burn kind of tv show and i do i do enjoy that and i think the action's been pretty fun and engaging and i just i i thought the the third episode was just really really fun because for the most part i find star wars action to be like whatever but i thought some of the stuff they were doing in this was actually pretty cool yeah i agree for the most part like the action is just like pretty dope and everything looks super clean mm-hmm. and it's like very visually appealing it just looks nice i feel like they're yeah. doing a really good job on that front i just wish they would hire like for the amount of money star wars has they should hire better story writers i you know that's just like i i feel like i, I understand that they want to make it accessible to like yeah, but it's john and favreau and dave filoni how much better can you get for star wars those are like the two people who have written the best like Star Wars content. Well, not John Favreau, but like John Favreau's written fucking amazing stuff. Oh, I just uh, I feel like they could do better. I don't think you like Star know. Wars. I'd re- I mean, I, yeah, it's really true. Tommy's I, right. I mean, Gus Fring is in it. I wish it was more like Breaking Bad. Yeah, you know that is yeah, the nope. guy who plays Gus, uh, the Giancarlo Esposito. He, um, oh yes, he he's the guy with the dark saber at the end of season one. He yeah. plays Gus Fring, which is like a main character in Breaking mm-hmm. Bad. Yeah, so I don't know. Well, and it's cool to see that like the dark saber thing is actually kind of coming back, and that yeah, because somebody mentioned it. Yeah, right. Uh, the oh, Bo-Katan. the group of three, Bo-Katan, Yeah, 
she mentioned that she's going. And I like that it's like, that was the tease at the end of season one, but it's not Mando who's going after it. It's like, there are other people who are interested in that, but he's got his own shit going on. Like, I like that that mm-hmm. stuff's probably going to clash in the future. You know, like she'll probably show up yeah, again I just whenever wish, we see. I just wish we would like hear more about the dark saber, right? Like they showed it once and they were like, all right, we are gonna blue ball you now. And yeah, not I think even you gotta watch the Clone Wars. About oh, is it in the Clone Wars? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Did not know that. So, I mean, I think this show is definitely catered more for like Star Wars fans who like yeah. really have seen all the movies a million times, watch all the shows and blah, 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 read comics. But it's also not inaccessible. Like, if you don't give a shit about the lore, you can watch this show and just be like, yeah, this is just a fun adventure thing. This is fun. It, it like, definitely satisfies a Star Wars craving. Yeah, and I think like, um, my main my main concern with it, though, is just, like, I like how it's just this very small story of, like, this guy getting the baby, like, where it needs to go. And I don't want it to become this thing of, like, oh, now the Jedi are here, and now the Rebellion's involved, and blah, 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 and oh my god, it's a, mm. a terrible Sith is back, and, you know. I like that it's its own thing. Yeah, I like that it's very you know small, I mean? and it's just happening in this bigger universe. Like, that's why I really liked um, uh, Rogue One, was because it just felt like there were no Jedi, they were just the Rebels, you know. And, like, I, of course, I like the Jedi and the Sith and all that shit, but it's, like, kind of just nice to watch a Star Wars show where there's no lightsabers and no force because it just opens up so much more interesting shit they can do and talk about. Exactly. Because every movie is about the Jedi and the Sith at some point, you know? Even Rogue One and Solo couldn't go their whole fucking runtime without someone whipping out a lightsaber <laughs> at the very end. I think part of the one of the things about Star Wars... And I even think that uh, Man- Mandalorian is a little bit like this, that they're very, very, like, focused on the uh, motifs. I don't even know if that's the correct use of the word. Um, correct. They're, they're focused on, like, the themes of, like, good and evil a lot. Mm-hmm. And I feel like every single, like, movie, every single episode of Mandalorian, every, every like, sort of scene is somehow tied into the greater themes of good versus evil. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it gets a little bit old after a while. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, because it's nice to see like really gray characters. And yeah, that's why I like certain gray characters. Like, I think Mando was a little bit like that in the beginning, but I feel like they've been pushing him more and more and more towards like, he's the good guy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's natural when you have a series, you know. Obviously, at one point, he's going to develop. <laughs> you can't have a series where he yeah. is stoic the whole time. But, like, characters like... I know you don't really remember this movie, but Rogue One, um, Cassie and... It, what was wrong? Just ripped the <laughs> worst-smelling fart. It's smells so <laughs> bad. Oh, my God. Right. Yeah, sorry, go on. <laughs> the character of Cassian Andor in Rogue One, who is on the rebel side, but he like kills someone for information at the very beginning, like not like a stormtrooper or anything. Like he just kills like some random like citizen guy, and it's like, oh, it's cool to see like the good guys doing shitty things, you know. Mm-hmm. And I-, I would love like more of that because like the whole appeal of Star Wars is that it's like this seedy underworld, you know, with like crime bosses and like bounty hunters and all this shit. And I love seeing like how like pretty much everyone is just like fucked up and it's really this like dirty like scheming feeling universe and uh yeah i think they can get so wrapped up with doing the whole jedi sith thing that they forget that like what make what made a new hope so successful was that it was like a science fiction movie where like the world felt like dirty and not like shiny and new and uh and that's the shit that's really cool and that's why you know, I think that's why I like a lot of the Star Wars things I like and dislike the things I don't. It's because some of them just feel too, like, shiny and new and so focused on the Jedi that they forget, like, there's this whole fucking universe of interesting shit to do with, like, even, you know, in five years or whatever, when Disney decides to make new movies again, maybe not episode 10, 11, and 12, but just, like, new movies set in the universe, I guarantee you it's going to be about the Jedi. <laughs> 
Yep. It's like, I don't know. It's, it's like what you said. It's like, it's too much about Jedi. And, um, or somehow it somehow relates to the Jedi at the end of the day. Like, even mm-hmm. if it's not specifically about the Jedi, like Solo was, it somehow relates to the Rebellion versus the Sith. And it's just like, yeah. oh my God, give it a fucking break, guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're milking uh, it so hard. Yeah. But in regards to Mandalorian, I'm still enjoying it so far. And it's like, I don't know. It's it, it's it's a pretty like just chill show to be like, oh, it's Friday. I'll watch Mandalorian. Put it on. Takes half an hour of my time. Turn it off. Maybe something cool happens. Maybe something doesn't. But it's not really a show where you have to like be like, okay, this character's doing this and this is doing this. Like it's just like an adventure. Pretty laid back show. It is a yeah. pretty laid back show. I'll give you Which that. Which I, I like. wish it was a little bit more, but I, yeah. I I respect it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I say for episodes one, two, and three of season two so far. I think they're all Chads. <laughs> Tommy? Um, yeah, I think um, episode three was a Chad. Episodes one and two, I'm going to say were bad just because I was just like kind of bored. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, was just I, like, I think episode one was yeah. the worst. Episode three, in my yeah. opinion. Oh my God. It was just like, all right, we're going to kill this bullworm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get my. I also. Like in the beginning of the episode, he's just like, "You help me." Uh, what is it? He's like, "You help me uh, destroy the worm, and I'll give you the gear." And I'm like, "Okay, I feel like what's gonna happen is they're gonna destroy the worm. The man is gonna be like, you can keep the gear to protect the town, and then he just keeps the gear, <laughs> and Mano just takes the gear from him at the end of it. <laughs> that was really funny. He just gives yeah. no shit. Which is, I do. That's why I like. I like Mando and Baby Yoda. And they really need to give him a fucking name because I'm so tired of saying Baby Yoda. Even the child. Yeah, but that's not a name, though. It's the child. Ugh, fuck off. Um, um, yeah. Solo? Solo. So let's do non-spoilers um, first because this is only two years old, which feels weird because it feels like it should be a lot older. But that's our rule. Three years or younger. Spoiler-free part. If it's older than that, watch the fucking movie yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I this movie's so okay. So <laughs> let me paint the picture, right? Twenty eighteen May, Last Jedi had come out. Actually, no. Let me go back further. That was not. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Twenty fifteen, Force Awakens came out. Shut your fucking mouth while I'm talking about this, okay? I don't need you butting in right here. I make. I'm getting to a point. Yeah, go for it. Force Awakens came out. Everybody loved it. 2016 rolls around. Rogue One came out. Everybody was just like happy Star Wars was back. 2017, Last Jedi came out. Some people really liked it. Some people were just neutral on it. And a lot of people really hated it. After that, um, suddenly it wasn't exciting <laughs> to see Star Wars movies coming out anymore. So this movie fell right into that area where it was not even December of 2018, but May of 2018 solo was coming out and it had like severe behind the scenes troubles and it had um, really lackluster trailers. And I went into it with my dad cause he's a big star Wars fan. And he's like, you know, we're going to go see the new star Wars movie. That's what we always do. And we went and saw it and I walked out of it and I was like, you know, that was a lot better than I was expecting. Like, a full calendar year goes by. I haven't watched the movie again since. I popped it in. I was like, eh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's like, fine. It's fun, but whatever. Then two days ago, I watched it again for the podcast. And I was like, okay, yeah, this movie is, like, really mid. Like, very, very mid. Like, it is just so unremarkable in a lot of regards. And I'm curious to see what your... Yeah, so I think I would actually agree that it was pretty unremarkable. I think the best, my favorite part about it was easily, by far and away, Donald Glover. Um, Donald Glover as Lando. I just, mm-hmm. like, every time he was in a scene, I'm like, oh, I, like, got on the edge of my seat. Because he, he's just a great person all around. Makes great music. But also just, he brought so much, like, personality to that character. Mm-hmm. Like, Donald Glover brought so much more personality to Lando than yeah. I think any other 
actor brought to their character. And it was just every scene that he was in, I was just like, I'm enjoying this so much more because Mm. he's in this. I kind of disagree, though. I really like the actor for Young Han. I think he... I think... I thought he was just very vanilla. I was just like, yeah, this is paper, cookie cutter. I felt like if there was... Let's say a hundred... Hear me out, hear me out. If a hundred years in the future, they make like a Han Solo machine that will give you your Han Solo, but it's just a robotic version of Han Solo. I feel like that's what, but that's like the kind of thing that was put in the movie. Isn't I just that a felt good like thing though. Just, they wanted someone who acted like Han Solo to I be Han Solo. Bring something, but yeah, I'm sure he was just Han Solo, but he didn't do anything that made me be like, wow, like that guy stood out. I'm just like, yeah, he acted like Han. Solo. I, don't know. I feel like he did. And I feel like he it. had really, he had really good um, line delivery as. Han, which I was surprised oh, about there was, because there was one line that like really got me. She like, oh, this is I mean, we'll do it later because it was a spoiler, but we'll do it later. Okay, but I I don't know. I think he was like when you cast a young version of a beloved character like that, you everyone you just expect to hate it, right? You know, everyone goes in and they're like, it's gonna be like bad. He's not gonna be Harrison Ford, but I think that he brings enough new stuff to the table where it doesn't feel like I'm watching Harrison Ford. Like, it doesn't feel like he's doing an impression of Harrison Ford, which is what I really like about him. Yeah, I disagree. I felt like it just kind of felt like he was trying to be Harrison Ford. No, I don't feel like that at all. But I'm curious, like, why do you feel like that? I I just felt like some of the lines, like he was just trying to act a certain way. I have no other way to explain it. But I don't know. I don't think he did a bad job. It's just like, I don't know. I just wish... There's something more, but, but I don't know. Some... It's not like that was like the biggest problem in the movie. I was just like, okay, this no, guy's no. Fine. But I'm saying That's in some capacity, of... he has to act like Harrison Ford. But I do still feel like he was a lot more like youthful and a lot more like, yeah, like, a it's lot not hard more to act like naive compared to Harrison Ford. Well, okay, yes, Tommy. But I'm saying <laughs> he did bring some new energy, which I found refreshing because it would have been really boring to watch the movie if he was just literally doing a Hans or a Harrison Ford impression being like damn it Chewie we gotta oh no the thingy's out go fix it you dumb hairy bitch like instead <laughs> he's kind of he's kind of he's he's like nicer and he's a little bit like, goofy yeah I agree yeah he's a little more yeah, you goofy know, uh, and he, I, I, I would agree he, I guess he's not totally different I'm sorry I guess he's not totally the same it's just I I don't know I just the whole time watching it I didn't have any moment where I was just like this guy stood out you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I don't think he's necessarily a standout, but I would say I think, you know, a lot of people were, like, mad at him, but I think he did a great job with what he was what he was given, you know? Because this sure. movie was under two different directors who were fired, and everything was changed, yeah. and all this shit, and, like, you know, two different direct like, with two different visions, like, that's going to fuck up the movie a lot. And for the most part, I enjoy watching Han when he's on screen, and Chewie, and Lando, it's more so the other characters that I have the problems with. Which uh, I'm curious to get your opinion on. Because um, I like Woody Harrelson. I think he's pretty good. He doesn't stand yeah, out to good. me at all, but I just, he's fine. He was Woody uh, Harrelson. Yeah. yeah, and he serves the plot and he does his thing. Who I really didn't like was Amelia Clark. Because I thought her character yeah. just made very little sense. Uh, she, it was really weird because she like they did this thing where like she was very like you could tell that how do i explain it it felt like she completely changed like characters when she went from corelia is that what it was called yeah corelia to um wherever they were afterwards like when she was like hi when she said hi i straight up thought like oh that's just a different person and then Mm -hmm. i was like oh wait it's not a different person but she's acting like she's just not the same person. Right. And then she was so like, this is... I had to do things I'm not proud of. I've changed so much. But then they never explained how that was. Mm-hmm. It was like, what? Yeah, so like at first I was like, okay, it's been three years. Like obviously there's going to be some difference. But um, like she, um, I don't know. It, you, it feels like when you meet her, like, oh, she's under like, She's like kind of under this guy's thumb and can't really speak her mind and all this shit, right? But then they leave and she kind of doesn't change all that much. She's kind of still yeah. weird and quiet. You could tell that she was just like, 
I don't like you, Han. But then, like, they never even... Like, it was very implied that she just, like, wasn't down for hanging out with Han anymore. Right. I think I got the sense that she... I got the sense that she cared about him, but, like, had her own shit going on. And Yeah, and then they're um, just, like... I don't know. It was just weird. Her character was... It was just weird. I know the way to explain it. Yeah, and the droid... Eh, like... I feel like Star Wars movies can really be saved by a good droid. Like, say what you want about Force Awakens, but the droid you gotta died, like BB-8, right? Yeah, BB-8's pretty cool. Yeah, so, and and Rogue One, you got K2SO, and then in Solo, this one's just, I don't know. It also felt, like, really kind of weird. Like, I don't know how exactly the casting worked, but I'm not gonna lie, it didn't seem like it was that diverse of a cast. And then, like, the one person that the droid was like talking to about equal rights was like the one black guy in the movie mm. and it just felt like very like distasteful yeah like, well, I like, get what they were... is, like yeah i understand what they were going for but it felt like it was clear that like a white person wrote that and just had no like cognizance of like what was actually going on because mm. like the only person that the like the droid would like turn to donald glover and be like i need rights like i'm not being treated <laughs> equally it was like bro like <laughs> He's the only <laughs> black person in the movie. Yes. Um, yeah, but I do think, so for me, and without getting into spoilers quite yet, um, I'm going to wrap it up in a second, but for me, the first two, like, thirds of this movie, I think are, like, perfectly enjoyable, just, like, fun kind of Star Wars shenanigans. Um, mm-hmm. But the third act just, like, puts a fucking anchor on it and drags it into the mud like it oh my is, god it hits the brakes so hard and for no reason and it, it was really... just like it was, the third act was just like you're talking about after the the castle run right yeah yeah it just felt like it came out of everything just felt like it came out of not even just left field but like behind the plate <laughs> like it was like from foul ball territory to it was just like the most like insane shit that came out yeah. like everything like, the umpire oh, hit you over the head with a bat <laughs> literally it was just like what the fuck is this? <laughs> like what am i watching it was just so much like little things happened um, that like made no sense or added very little it was right. like what the hell but is it enough to ruin the movie for you i mean that's up to you if you still like this movie with that dumbass third act or if you think the third act is great which I don't <laughs> like good for you. But I, I personally think that it really drags the movie down and turns it from like a fun time into just like a chore by the end. But if you shut it off after the Kessel run, honestly, I would watch just that part of the movie, honestly, because what the end like third of the movie is, is like set up for more movies that are never going to happen. <laughs> yeah. And I hope they don't happen because they were, the setups were just so out of there. And they were so bad that I'm just like, I don't even want to watch what the, like, how the hell are they going to tie all this together? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to talk about spoilers now? Yeah. So here's what I'm thinking, Tommy. We should probably say chat or bad before the spoilers section in case like. Uh, bad. I'm going to call it bad. Okay. I'll say I'm going to give it just on the slight edge of Chad, but it's right down the middle for me. I don't really care about this movie. Okay. okay spoilers. Yeah. So. The third act was insane because that weird person, Enfy's Nest, I was mm-hmm. just like, they all came to there. And then I'm like, oh shit, someone's about to go down. And then the second she took off her helmet, I'm like, she's going to be a good guy. Like, I could just, I already knew. Like, the right, moment yeah. she took off her helmet, and I'm like, hey, yep, it's, these are mm-hmm. like our friends now. And there's and then, things about that third act that I don't really hate. Like, I like the double cross from uh, Beckett. Right, and I like that Han shoots him first. Like that's a cool callback, and that's fun. What I don't oh, like is yeah. like the fucking process it takes to get to just that shit. And it was also I mean, there's so, oh my god, the whole scene with them in that final room in that like tower. Mm-hmm. That whole shit was just so like I feel like the they were trying to make it be like a lot smarter than it actually was. They're like, mm-hmm. oh. We are. We know that Beckett's gonna double cross us, so we're gonna act. Or we know, like, what we're gonna do is we're gonna bring fake coaxium to the thing. But we know Beckett's double cross gonna cross us, so we're gonna do. 
we're gonna bring the real coaxium. And it's like, why do you need to do that? Like, why wouldn't they just put it in a safe place, like away from it all? Like, right. didn't that make like a lot more sense to do? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I think the and like the Darth Maul thing, it just comes out of nowhere, and it's literally, it literally comes out of nowhere. It's it's, it's literally so- just for the audience to go, "Hey, Darth Maul!" <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. You know, I didn't understand and, any of it. And why yeah, was like? I think it's really stupid, but. Why was um oh, what's her name again? Kira. Kira, yeah. Um, she was like they like Han and her made out after she killed uh, Dryden or whatever his name was, and then I'm like, okay, I guess we're gonna see. I bet what's gonna happen is she's probably gonna die, and that's how like things end off between them. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, I'll be right behind you, and then she calls Darth Maul, and then he's like, we will work together, and then she just leaves, and then that's it. And yeah. I'm like. What the fuck so was that? That's ending? what I mean. That's what I said earlier. Like, I got the sense that they thought they were going to get sequels out of this, and they didn't. So now this movie, like, here's the thing: if they knocked out all that sequ- all that setup for later movies, all the shit with Enfy's Nest, all the shit with Darth Maul, then this movie would be pr- like just it, like it would at least work on its own. But now you have all these loose threads that will never go anywhere because Disney was like, Star Wars makes money, so we're just going to put a bunch of shit in it. And it'll make money no matter what. And then we'll make more, you know? And this movie didn't make money. And now the movie itself suffers because Disney definitely forced those decisions to be made, (laughs) you know? It's like what I always say. Like, Star Wars, when Force Awakens came out, it felt like an event. Even when Last Jedi came out, it felt like an event. Now Star Wars doesn't feel like an event anymore. It's just like, oh, fuck, Star Wars is coming out. It's like, oh, God, I'm going to have to watch this again. <laughs> um, like, just, just and I think this movie, this, this movie was the start of it, without a doubt, because it was so just fatiguing at that point it to get just, so many Star Wars movies that felt, quick. I felt like this movie just felt like it didn't know, like, where it wanted to go. Like, I mm-hmm. felt like they were writing it as they went along. And also, like, it also just felt, like, kind of predictable. Like, during this movie, in the beginning, I was like, you know what? I have this weird feeling that they're somehow going to explain the Kessel Run. You know, because he's like, I did the Kessel Run in 12 parsecs. And I know that's, like, a big meme with mm-hmm. people. And I was like, I bet they'll probably add that to this thing. Because that that's just, like, what Disney would do. And they did it. And it's not, that's not a problem, but it just felt predictable. In a lot of other so aspects. I don't. So here's the thing. That's another big problem I have with this movie. Is there's so much just like fan service in it that sucks. Mm. One thing on the contrary though is, if you told me when I went to see this movie that the Kessel Run was going to be in it, I was I would just be like, oh, that's just going to be so fucking stupid and bad. And like, why even show it? It's like a throwaway line yeah. in A New Hope. Like it's not meant to have this whole backstory. But I definitely think the Kessel Run's like the most fun part of this movie. It's a pretty watch. good part. Yeah. You know, and I don't, I honestly, I don't hate that they put it in because I think that's fun. What I do hate is like, we have to see the origin of Han's gun. We have to see the origin of Han's fucking name. Why is Solo not oh, just his alone? last name? You're Solo. <laughs> so stupid. I'm like, I always just thought it was his last name. Like, why is that even a thing? Why can't it just be his name? <laughs> has to be. I don't, it was, you're it was, Han, and you're not traveling with other people, so you must be Han Solo. <laughs> it was, it was uh, Han by himself. <laughs> Han <laughs> all alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. We'll just do Solo. Well, yeah, solo um, probably sounds better. <laughs> yeah, it was just like... It was so stupid. There's so many parts... Or not so many, but there were definitely some parts that like did that. Oh, yeah. And like sometimes Beckett's like, like here's I your would... gun, kid. And it's like, I guess that's how he got his gun. Cool. Yeah. Like and there were some like origin stories that are with Han that I'm like, okay, you should probably explain it. Like Chewy. And I like mm-hmm. that. I like that they're just like the beast and then it turned out to be Chewbacca. And I'm like, oh that's yeah. cool. Um I like him and Chewie a lot also... in this movie. Yeah, yeah. I just I didn't like it. so when Beckett explains that like um oh yeah, there's this job on Tatooine. There's a gangster putting it together like a group of people. Was mm-hmm. that like, was that like the, you know, Obi-Wan and Luke thing? No, that was the job that gets the bounty put on Han's head at the beginning of A New Hope. Remember, he's in debt to Jabba. So he's going 
to do the job for him that's gonna end up um like putting a bounty on his head and causing all sorts of trouble or whatever that was just all that was so yeah i mean like i don't know it just felt like it wasn't that much time like him and chewy like just met he just got the millennium falcon but then, like, in A New Hope, it seems like they've been friends they've forever. Been and friends he's forever, been, yeah. I think it's, like, it's 10 like years. Yeah. I think it's, like, 10 years, which is stretching it, but, you know, it's not any worse than any other time inconsistencies in Star Wars because, like, Obi-Wan ages, like, fucking 30 years and 10 years, you know? like Yeah, you're right. So, like, that shit's just in it, and it's for better or worse. But... um. I really like I really like Han and Chewie in this movie, and I really like that kind of. Oh, that's another scene I I did like a lot. The gambling scenes with Lando. Yeah, yeah. Those I just cool. thought th- those were fun, like cool, like card games, and Lando's cheating, and it's cool to see how he won the Falcon and stuff. And one yeah, of the so, callbacks. Um, Sorry, you go. Okay, so I was gonna say one of my favorite lines in the movie. I don't remember it exactly, but it was um, when Han when a. Uh, what was her name? Kira had Han on the ground and she was just like, she said some line and then turned around and started fighting Dryden. Mm-hmm. And then like Han like ran over to get his gun. And then like, he looked back and then like Kira had already killed her. And then she, she said something like, Oh, sorry. I killed him before you did. And then he's like, no, no, I mean, it's fine. You did. So I mean, you know, <laughs> he just seemed like, it was like something that like a real person would actually say. It was just such a funny line. He's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, you did it. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. Um, Cause like every other line in that movie was like very, had to be like very overly dramatic. Like I killed him. He's like, Oh, I love you. You know? And then that was just such a, like a, it felt like very improvised. I really liked that part, but um, right. But yeah, besides that, you can uh, say what you're going to say. So one of my the lines I actually really like is uh, it's a callback to a line from the original trilogy, but I don't fucking hate it because there are shitty ones in there. Like when he's like, I have a good feeling about this. It's like, okay, because <laughs> he always says he has a bad feeling and he's saying he has a good feeling. No, but not that one. I like the one <laughs> where uh, they crash the Millennium Falcon and he's like, Lando's like, I hate you. And he's like, I know. <laughs> like, I thought that was a really good callback. That was just like a funny uh, line. And I also just like that the Millennium Falcon is like brand new and beautiful. And then Han and Chewie get hold of it. And it's so fucking beat up and fuck fucked it up. up. It's, so, it, it's really funny. Yeah, um, I also, I, I also, oh God, I just, I'm going to stand Dongle over this. But I just, every like line with him, he was just like, when uh, he was talking to Beckett. And he, he was just like, um, he's like, oh, there's something wrong with my ship. You think you could fix it? And he's like, yeah, but I'm going to have to knock your percent from 25 to 20. And he's like, I don't like it. I don't like you. But I'm okay with that. <laughs> and yeah. he just takes it. <laughs> it was really funny. Yeah, he's cool. And, uh, you know, I, that's why I think this movie did well. It was like, uh, those two, I think, were cast well and they worked well off each other and that's the sad part about this movie's plot being the way what it is is like now we're prevented from seeing any more content from that because like if this was just like some smuggler adventure if this movie's whole plot was to do the castle run to get the bounty off of beckett's head and that's where it ended this movie would be fun as fuck you know but instead yeah it's just you know, the real fun stuff in the movie ends halfway through or like, you know, two thirds of the way through. And then you have this like slog fest of like, okay, everyone's betraying everybody. And this person's like, everyone just needed to die except Han, Chewie and Lando. You know, that's what needed to happen just because that's the best explanation. Yeah, I completely agree. You know? Also, side question, what is coaxium and like, what does it do? I think it's the hyper fuel. Yeah. Yeah, I don't fucking know. Okay, because I, I don't. They they might have explained it, but like, for as important as it was, I feel like they should have like explained it a little bit more, mm-hmm. like or, or at least like referred back to it a few times. Yeah, I, I, it, like, they're just like coaxium, coaxium. I need my coaxium. It's like <laughs> it's just kind of annoying. Yeah, I don't. I think I think it's the hyperspace fuel because they like put it in the engine and it like 
kicks them out of that. that yeah, that probably makes sense. Um, but yeah, I mean, this movie, like, it's just nothing really to me. Like, it's just so like you know, I defend the Disney Star Wars movies like a lot, but yeah, religiously, religiously, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and for the most part, I stick to that. <laughs> I like Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and Rogue One, but it's this one in Rise of Skywalker that I'm just like, <sighs> it makes my case harder to have because these two movies exist. Granted, this isn't even the one of those you like the least. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm trying to think about uh, like where I'd rent, like rate it. It's probably like a two-star movie, but I honestly believe that Donald Glover wasn't in it. It'd probably be like one and a half. I just wish he had, he was like in more of the movie because he really mm-hmm. killed it. But um, I think it's yeah, than I don't Force know. Awakens. Yeah, well, hmm. yeah, maybe I don't know. I probably enjoyed it a little bit more. You just hate fun, Tommy. That's not true. It's not true. Fucking hate fun. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I think um, it was fine, and this is this would probably be a movie that I would love if I was like seven. That's what I mean. <laughs> is it really? Is it really much worse than fucking Revenge of the Sith? I don't know. I to me, they're both on the same level of just like pretty middle of the road but enjoyable things. But I think so. The problem with or the the difference is Revenge of the Sith goes up through its runtime but solo goes down you know like solo peaks in the middle and revenge of the sith peaks at the end which makes watching revenge of the sith a lot more satisfying because that's what you're left with but when you watch oh, solo the beginning is not that bad no i didn't say that like, but i mean like the, the, the peak is the end oh yeah you're right it definitely peaks at the end and uh um but with this one it's like what you're left with is that boring ass last 30 minutes, which is like the really important part to nail because like think of a movie like infinity war where the ending just like floors you the first time you see it, you're like, Holy yeah, that shit. was just like, yeah, you know? And then you have this movie where you just walk out and it's like a whimper. And I think nailing the end of a movie is so much more important than nailing the beginning. Cause like you can, yeah, we're going to have to do an episode on infinity war. I need to watch it. It's like, so good. It is so good, dude. Just really? like the ending, the ending just, just leaves you so shocked, oh, and it's like it's consistently like great the entire time. It, it builds just like the whole time. It does not have it does not have a low moment. It like literally, I can't think of one low moment. Oh god, that movie! No, I can't really either. My good. least favorite, probably my least favorite part of the movie, and we're talking about Infinity War so solo now, but whatever. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. my, my like least favorite part of the movie is probably like the opening, but I still love the opening, and it just gets better yeah. from there on out. You know which is the best way to do a movie because you're getting more and more engaged as you go. You know? Or like Empire Strikes yeah. Back where the ending is just like, whoa, you know, the first time you see it. Maybe not on rewatch as much, but like, I don't know. Eh, this movie's whatever. If you, I, I, but I do know people who like... If you're, I, you're I, a dumb little baby bitch, you'll like this movie. <laughs> it's... Well, one of my... <clears throat> One of my friends up here, it's his favorite Star Wars movie. That's <laughs> hilarious. And I'm like... I, mean, I don't blame them, they're not. No, I mean, I don't, I don't personally get it, but like... Yeah. Why is anything my favorite anything? You know, it's just like, it's all fucking subjective, so who gives a shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Can you really explain like why your favorite song is your favorite song? I'm getting poetic here, but like, why does the wind well, blow? Well, because like, this doesn't have to do with the song. What? I think it has to do with the sun. I, I feel like the... I don't know. I feel like I've heard that somewhere. That it's like because of the sun. Like winds exist because of the sun for some reason. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm being... Uh, but you know what I mean. I'm being There's, a poet here. Yeah. You're being a little nerd. But what I mean is like you cannot explain on a factual level like fucking Ben Shapiro. Yeah, why to. you like things. Yeah, facts. In yeah. this case, facts are my feelings. Yeah. <laughs> no exact well like your favorite movie is um uh finding nemo right but you can't or at least your second favorite movie but you yeah. can't 
there's that's because it hits it. you emotionally but it yeah. just might not have that effect on other people yeah so like i i definitely now i definitely now like understand what you're talking about like when you think about your favorite things you can definitely talk about why they're your favorite but at the end of the day there's something inexplicable about why mm-hmm. you like it so much and that's how you know you really enjoy something when you just like at the end of the day you're just like i don't know i just love it like it's great yeah, I mean, everything has this kind of appeal. Like, why, when I was a kid, did I latch on to superheroes and I'm still at 20 years old watching everything? I'm sure I could try and break it down into a fucking bullet point list, but that takes, like, all the fun out of it because there are some things yeah. you just like. Like, why do I – why is, like, uh, Superman and Spider-Man and Batman, like, my favorite? But, like, characters like The Punisher and Deadpool I just don't like. I don't know. Because I know a lot of people in my personal life whose favorites are Punisher and Deadpool. And it's like, they're not wrong. They're just dumb. <laughs> they're kidding. just fucking idiots. They're just stupid. Yeah, but, like, you know, I think you know about, I mean? like, why do I have such, like, I don't know. I, can't, I don't know. Like, but think I of a band you hate that's really popular. Obviously, they're popular for a reason, because some people really people like, like them. them. Yeah, like I don't fuck. I can't think of an example. Ed Sheeran. Sorry for all the Ed Sheeran stands listening, but like, which is all the people listening. <laughs> they're all huge Ed Sheeran fans. Yeah, we just lost our just, entire base. Ed Sheeran's listening. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that wraps up. I think our our solo thoughts. Uh, yeah, or our duo thoughts. <laughs> get it because we're doing this together anyway what have you uh what what have you been watching this week Tommy? so um you know this i've been watching a lot of stuff recently you have which is sick yeah believe it or not i've um i've kind of been on the grind so let me just um how do how do i get this oh here we go so since Borat, which was our last episode, right? Yep. I've watched Back to the Future. Um, I'm just going to read off my, my little review for it. because I Wait, had I'm you not seen funny. Back to the Future? Or have you? No, I have. I just didn't log it. Um, I wrote, high school boy goes back in time to make out with his mom. <laughs> <laughs> I realized like, that's kind of like what happens. Yeah, well, that's that and John Mulaney bit. He, he literally, is that really what it was? Did he, yeah, did John Mulaney has like that? a whole bit about Back to the Future, how the plot is that he goes back in time and tries not to fuck his mom. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> that makes me seem like a... Alright, whatever. I was watching Finding Dory um, and I fell asleep like for, t- for like tw- 10 minutes or 20 minutes in the How'd you give it two and a half if you fell asleep? <laughs> I don't know. It's probably... It, I'll probably knock it down. Um... Dude, it was just insane because, like, with Finding Nemo, it was so great because, like, I feel like it's also, like, an educational movie for, like, I don't know, a kid that's, like, interested. I imagine, like, if I was a kid and I watched Finding Nemo, I might develop a huge interest about fish or, like, the sea afterwards. Mm -hmm. But with Finding Dory, it's, like, the ending is literally an octopus drives a truck (laughs) into the ocean that frees all the fish. And mm-hmm. it's like, I just felt, it was really funny to see that, but it, like in retrospect, it's like, that's just so fucking absurd and stupid. Um, oh, dude, I, stop I, I, rustling your microphone against whatever you're rustling it again. Oh, I'm sorry. I have a blanket on. My bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I watched Airplane again. Um, I just love the quote. They bought the tickets. They knew what they were getting into. I say, let them crash. <laughs> this, I love it's like uh, when they're doing all the news clippings and there's yeah. like that guy, the political guy who's like, and it's called counterpoints and he's just doing a <laughs> counterpoint for like the fucking plane that's going to crash. So um, then I also watched Moana. They're just like fine. Um, I love the music. I don't know. Yeah, the music was pretty good. Uh, I liked the, the You're Welcome song. I like How Far I'll Go. It's so good. It's like a, yeah. it's so powerful. Tommy hates uh, women. True. <laughs> no, it's not true. <laughs> and then finally, I watched um, this documentary that I was I had to watch for class. That was called the uh, Forsama. It's about like the Syrian civil war, and it was like it was really like 
heartbreaking and nice movie, but like, um, it was basically about this, uh, like woman, uh, this mother who was filming a movie for her baby called Sama. And it was Mm -hmm. during the Syrian civil war crisis. And she was just trying to like have a bunch of videos to show her daughter when the daughter finally grew up and they were like out of the war. Yeah. It's really sad to see because they're like pretty disturbing stuff in it. Like you see hospitals getting bombed and like some pretty egregious stuff that's going on, like within the hospitals with all the, like the people that are coming in off the streets. Mm -hmm. And it just like really puts into perspective, like, Holy shit. Like that's actually happening. Yeah. That was a real thing. Yeah. Like this isn't, and uh, it was it was pretty phenomenal, just like the amount of stuff that was captured. But yeah, that was wow. definitely one of the highlights movies I saw. How about you? Uh, I watched uh, a couple things. Uh, for starters, I've been rewatching uh, Daredevil, the Netflix TV show, mm-hmm. and it is truly fucking amazing. It is some of the best content that exists for a superhero just ever. Like, wow. it is such a like picture perfect representation of the comic books and just like elevates it so much it's just so good if you haven't seen daredevil season one at least because i know season two is like pretty mixed but season one is just an absolute fucking banger season three is as well but i haven't gotten back there yet but it just it just fucking slaps so hard uh on that same note uh spider-man miles morales came out and i played played and beat that yeah already yeah it's good. pretty great. It's, um, you know, it's not quite as good as the first game because it's just not as long and there's just not as much content in it. Um, so it's kind of a meme that it costs $50 because it's like definitely nowhere near the amount of content as the first game, which was only 60. Um, but the story is great. It's a great Miles story. The swinging is awesome. The gameplay is a lot of fun. I imagine it'll be even better on PS5. Like, um, cause I played it on PS4 cause I, the Walmart site kept crashing. I couldn't get a fucking PS5. Um, but it really is like, if you love Spider-Verse and specifically Miles in that movie, I, you'll definitely like this, this storyline for him. Cause it's very similar in in tone, but has a lot of different stuff going on, which is really good. Um, but in terms of movies, I watched the devil all the time, <laughs> which, uh, <laughs> which came out this year as a 2020 movie with Tom Holland and Robert Pattinson. And it was so much worse than I ever anticipated. It was, uh, uh, it was really bad. It was just so boring. So not interesting. So convoluted, but Tom Holland and Robert Pattinson were pretty good. So there's that. Obviously I watched solo for the podcast. And then last night I watched the Muppets again. <laughs> yeah. You're a big Muppet stamp. I am. And uh, my five-star review says the Muppets could write Hey Jude, but the Beatles could not write Rainbow Connection, which <laughs> I stand yeah. by. Well, also, Hey Jude is not that amazing of like a I just tried to pick the most popular Marvel. Beatles song. Tommy. Yeah, yeah, but you failed. You failed. Well, Tommy, if I'm going to say, if I'm going to make a joke, right, I'm not going to pick like an obscure Beatles song that I really like. I'm going to pick one that everyone knows, so everyone gets the joke. So fuck you. It's what I'm saying. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, so pretty solid week, I gotta say. Besides Devil of the Time. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch that because it's a 2020 movie, so uh, you know. And yeah, also, like, what the fuck are we gonna do for like 2020 movies? Like, we're gonna, at the end of the year, we're gonna have to have like a best well, in there worst are of good 2020. Ones. Yeah, there are good ones you could watch, though. I think once I get back from school, I'm just gonna grind 2020 movies. Yeah. Like, I... you know. Birds of Prey, Invisible Man, Palm Springs. I don't think I have a single twenty. I don't think I have a single like four star twenty twenty movie. Not a single one. I don't think you do. I have, I have a couple. I got a bunch actually, (laughs) but for the most part, this year has been whack as fuck because of COVID. Yeah, I mean, I can't blame them. You know. Yeah, but I'll try to see what's around. I'll find something. Mm -hmm. On that note, uh, we're supposed to say this at the beginning, but follow our Twitter and follow our Instagram. Um, yeah if anybody's listening yeah which you're not um, <laughs> yeah. we could say anything right now we could i'm not gonna uh 
next week's episode, uh, Thanksgiving. So we're gonna do a little little tier list. Yeah, we'll do a little tier list. I'll, I'm actually very excited for that. Yeah, um, and we're gonna, um, and we're gonna do uh, my favorite Thanksgiving movie, um, Planes, and Automobiles. I guess saying that's my favorite Thanksgiving movie makes it sound pretty bad because there's no other ones. But probably my favorite comedy ever, though. And also just the best movie to watch at Thanksgiving. Okay. Yeah, I've yeah. never seen it, so I'm actually really excited to watch it. Yeah, I hope you like it because I find it hilarious. Um, but yeah, so tune in next week. Thanks for listening if you're still here. Um, yeah. Bye.